Next on BYU Sports Nation, two for the price of one. Jamal Williams adds his name to the list of dual sport athletes at BYU. Why is that a good thing? We want to know what you think. Plus, the latest fifth-year senior transfer to choose BYU football. Former Stanford receiver, now Cougar, Keanu Nelson joins us. And BYU baseball in a precarious position to earn a spot in the West Coast Conference Tournament. Senior Brock Whitney on what the Cougs have to do to get in the top four. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B... Here is Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Wednesday, April 16th, I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the 55th-ranked high school cross-country runner in the state of Utah in 2002, Jerem Jordan. In 5A, and it was actually a 1. Oh, 2, I, I quit! <laughs> a 1, sorry. I played, I played volleyball. <laughs> you asked Ed Eyestone, the track and field coach at BYU, why you didn't get a letter after your 55th place finish. And you said state. some diamonds are rough, and you were pretty rough. <laughs> Fair enough. (laughs) Wherever and however you may be dialed in, great to have you with us. This is a reading day on campus, by the way. That's right. It is reading day. I still don't know what that means. I started at BYU in 05, finished in 09. I still don't know what that means. It means I I was not reading, I'll tell you that. For me, it was hanging out. Relax day because you have finals and you don't get a spring break. Last day? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No fall break, no nothing. (laughs) It's BYU and it's awesome. We're also two days away from our first on-campus remote show. Yeah. We're calling it A-List Friday. Listen to this guest lineup. J-Dog Friday, don't forget. NFL MVP, Super Bowl MVP, Steve Young. Athletic director, four-time Super Bowl champion, Tom Holmo on set. BYU quarterback, Taysom Hill. BYU All-American basketball player, Tyler Haas. And the best men's volleyball player in the NCAA. In the history of the planet. Taylor Sander. How about that? Yeah. That is a fabulous five. That's awesome. Man, four T's and a a Steve. That's how we roll, man. (laughs) That's how we do it. Montel Jordan's coming out Friday. Yeah, Tom, Taysom, Tyler, Taylor, and Steve. And you know exactly who we're talking about. Uh, Winning Friday, special two-hour edition of BYU Sports Nation, starting at 11 Eastern, 9 a.m. Mountain, live from the bookstore on campus at BYU. If you're in town, swing by. Come hang out. Check it out. Come say hi. If you're not, BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. As a reminder, you can join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever and get involved in today's Twitter question. And whatever, man. Why is Jamal Williams running track for BYU a good thing? I'll tell you why it's a good thing. Tell me. Jamal gets more speed training, first of all. Just by default, he manages his off-season conditioning. How can that not be a good thing for Jamal? With a guy who is associated with the football team, also is on the track team as a coach. Absolutely. So he's already working with this guy. I forgot. Kyle something or other. I have to get his name. Ed Eisen told us yesterday. But he's working with him. I think this is good. Can Jamal Williams get faster by training on such a thing? I think yes. Why not? I That's mean, the point of practicing. Exactly. That's the point of him doing this. Is he's got to feel like there's some sort of benefit for him, whether it's just enjoyment or right. he, and he likes it. This is a family deal, too. Yep, yep. At UCLA Grad 90, Nicole Williams' mother, track star at UCLA back in the day. Siblings run, ran run track now. Jayla, his sister. This is a family yeah. thing. So for Jamal to run track, this is a big deal. I'm surprised that... Maybe it came after his sophomore year. Maybe it was in the works last year, just getting settled in. But now that he's through two football seasons, 
Boom goes the dynamite. Jamal Williams is on the track team, as told to us yesterday on this set. Why is Jamal Williams running track for BYU a good thing? Maybe you think it's not. Send your responses using the hashtag BYUSN. Listen to the show every day, noon Eastern, on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV and on BYUtv.org. Hey, it's Wednesday. Let's mix it up, man. You want to you wanna go to this next? Rice and Jack, yeah. Cougar fans. It's time for What's Trending, yo. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. I feel like I'm carrying out the flag, like at the football game or something. Like, oh, I get to do it? <laughs> Sweet. Now for the topic headline. <laughs> Taking some swag with two Gs back to the track. Here's he was out to practice um, yesterday, so he, awesome. yes, and I, I'm, I'm hoping he has a, a great experience with that, and, and we're going to take it one day at a time. BYU track coach Ed Eyestone announcing on BYU Sports Nation that Jamal Williams practiced with the team on Monday. An exclusive with BYU Sports Nation, Ed Eyestone went out on a limb and said, okay, yep, yep, this is happening. He was at practice yesterday, and we found that out. And uh, I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing for Jamal. I just do. I don't see how it could be. I mean, I, I see that there is always risk in everything you do. He could pull a hammy. I mean, and that affect him into fall. That's something that scares me a little bit. But there's more good that could come out of this. If the guy's fast, why can't he help another university team? If Devon Blackman's fast, why won't he be on the track team at some point? Maybe he will. Yeah, but I, I think this is good for Jamal. He has experience in this. He did it in high school. He could be an asset to that. And can he get faster? If Jamal Williams can get faster, Woo! wow. He's already going to be the uh, career rushing leader at BYU, barring injury. And easily. There are a couple he can do of it this highlights. year with 1,500. There are a couple of highlights last year. Uh, one against Nevada, one against Idaho State, where he is just running away from people. I mean, it's, he's making dudes That's look fourth silly. fourth down and two, and he goes to the house, like 66 <laughs> yards or something. And he's physical. I mean, has BYU had a running back like Jamal Williams? He's fantastic. Ronnie Jenkins is was, probably the finesse. closest He was thing. finesse, though. Because he, he's got a little bit of Harvey Unga in him, a little bit of Ronnie Jenkins. The dude is fast. Yeah, I mean, he's going to run for the BYU track and field team. I think it's great. Add his name to the growing list of dual sport athletes at BYU. Now, Coach Ed Eystone specifically mentioned that Jamal has a great shot to be a member of the 4 by 100 meter relay team. Woo! I don't know about all of you. That's not, there's not a more exciting I event. I want to watch that. That more, is the best event. More exciting than just straight 100 to me is the 4x100. Oh, man, the it's baton so in there. Fast. We need to get a baton up here, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> the baton is like a football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you're not handing it off, Policica is like, here's how you hand it off. The event is awesome. You have the pitch, the pitch out. <laughs> just throw it to me, dude. Um, any, anyway, I, I think it's great. What The thing that we need to mention is Ed Eyestone is aware that everybody wants to do what's best for Jamal. He made Again, that. we want to do what's best for Jamal and what's best for BYU football. And uh, if we can be an asset or an aid in that, then we would certainly love to do that. And it'd be good for us, too. Like yeah. I say, win-win. Uh, anytime you have great athletes out on the track and field team, it's going to help. Okay. He so made he, that clear. He, he called it a win-win. Yeah. And he said several times, you know what, if uh, we're working with the football team on this, so BYU football has got to be on the same page for this to be able to happen. Like, Jamal just doesn't show up on, at track and is on the team all of a sudden. You know what? I haven't checked if Jamal's listed on the team online, but we know that he's on the team. He's been at practice. He's been at I practice. Mean, that, that's, we, we're talking about practice. I think they're kind of not feeling, a game, they're kind of not feeling a, it not out. A meet. They're kind of like, hey, just come out and see what it's like. 
And I, I can't imagine that Jamal wouldn't run. I think he's just a, he's a natural athlete. He's not listed on the roster. So take that man's picture. Just use the football one. And get him on BYU Cougars. <laughs> I can see why he calls it a win-win. Uh, it took me a little while to figure it out. But it, it's an obvious win for track because it puts people in the stands. BYU has an, a, the an, best approaching, track yes, an approaching outdoor meet, I think, next, next week, week. The Robison Invitational. This is huge at BYU. Creates buzz for the team leading up to that. Some people that wouldn't usually maybe go watch track and field are like, oh, I like Jamal Williams, I'm going to go. Or discuss. Let's be honest. We don't talk about track and field as a trending topic. This is the first time we've ever done this. Yeah. So it becomes a trending topic. And it's good for Jamal. Theoretically, the track and field team gets better, right? With, with the addition of Jamal? You hope. I mean, he's Ed Eyestone made this clear that he could help them. But like we talked about with Eric Mika with lacrosse, hypothetical until you actually go out there. Jamal's actually out there now. Can he be on the team and help? I mean, BYU has an established good track program. They're really good distance runners. BYU's got strength in a lot of areas. But one area they can be better, sprinting. Where is it a win for football? You know? Quite honestly, I'm not sure about I don't know specifics. the answer to that question. I don't. I can think of a spew, uh, a spew, a few things. Jamal gets more speed training, which I mentioned mm-hmm. after the Twitter question. It helps, I would believe, in the effort to recruit multi-sport athletes because they can come to BYU and think, oh, yeah, I can, I can do more than one thing. It's sort of a logistical nightmare, like uh, balancing your time and efforts and whose scholarship are you and all that sometimes. But, there, but there's an opportunity for you to sell that to people. What, part of recruiting is what? The ability to possibly do certain things. You don't do all the things that you're sold on when you take a recruiting tour. As the 55th runner in 5A, the recruiting tour I didn't get. You speak from a vast well of There probably would have been things told to me, some promises that not, not necessarily weren't kept, but just don't end up happening. One of those things could be like, Hey, and you could also run track if you want, right? When BYU recruits a football player, they're saying, they're talking about their peak, right? That Most of the time that doesn't end up happening. Right. They hope that that could happen. One of those things now with Jamal Williams is that he is running track. Yeah. He has an opportunity to compete for more than one team at BYU. And there's been a bunch of dual sport athletes. And recently, Jen Hampson, maybe the most famous dual sport athlete in America. I don't know if there, will, ev- don't know if there will ever be a greater dual sport athlete that BYU has. Le- no. I don't know. How? All American How? in two sports. How? Shauna Robach was good. Jen Hampson, Lexi Eaton, Paul Lasike, Bronson Kafusi, and Jacob Hanneman. Uh, Jacob Hanneman, Hanneman was a defensive back. Gets drafted in the third round by the Chicago Cubs, decides to play baseball. Okay. So we have that. The risk, the risk that we always need to keep in mind is here, here's the setback. You could pull a hamstring. Maybe a, I'm a groin. Li- that's the one uh, hesitation with all this with Jamal Williams. Which is just like, oh, please just don't get hurt. Groin or something. But there's you know. always going to be risk yeah. involved. I think the positive outweighs the chance yeah. at the negative. It's cool. I want him to succeed. I want him to do well. Let's scan the rest of our BYU Sports Nation beat. BYU Volleyball News, more specifically, top-tier college volleyball news today. That's right. We've been given from off the block in Springbok uh, the National Blocker of the Year finalists. This is where it's being announced. It's on BYU Sports Nation. This is a national award. We appreciate them uh, letting us do this. So the exclusive announcement's right here on BYU Sports Nation. The three finalists for the off the block Springbok National Blocker of the Year are Michael Hatch of BYU. Boom! Of course, BYU's involved. Yeah. Tommy Carmody of Pacific, and Matt Lesk 
of Ball State. And the Ball State kid has he's been around for a while. He's a, he's a good player. That's that's what yeah. you were telling me about. Yeah, he's a ball show star. Carmody in the last year of Pacific's program is up there, and then of course the sophomore Michael Hatch. Which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Oh yeah, one point three four blocks per set. Michael Hatch, number four in the country, second in the MPSF. The winner, by the way, of the Off the Block Springbok National Blocker of the Year will be announced April 22nd. He's a Good guy, luck to Michael Hatch. Michael Hatch is a guy that you, you don't talk about a lot. He's an under-the-radar no, no, player no, for volleyball. No, 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 he's really quiet. Yeah. yeah. He's a really good Watch player. Watch him Saturday, 9 Eastern, quarterfinal against USC on BYU TV. Our Twitter question today is, why is Jamal Williams running track for BYU a good thing? And again, maybe you don't think it's a good thing. Let's go to Crazy Kook Fanatic on Twitter. She says, if he works out with the hurdle coach, maybe he will learn to hurdle defenders like Chad Lewis. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Leaping Lewis. And Chad Lewis, the, he, was, he was pulled from the track team. He went to the football team as a from high a, jumper. That's right. That's right. At Toshla 19, hopefully it will make him stupid fast. <laughs> like Devon, Devon Blackman. Devon Blackman. <laughs> What's more impressive than a 13-game hit streak or his unicycle abilities? Brock Whitney will tell us next on BYU Sports Nation. This is Tyler Haas, and you are tuned into BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. BYU Sports Nation rolls on from Studio B. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYURadio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app, simulcast on BYU TV. Hey, this Friday, BYU Sports Nation is live at the BYU Bookstore for two hours starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 11 to 1. If you're local, 9 to 11. Join us as we have guests like Steve Young, Tom boom, Homo, Taysom boom, Hill. Boom. Tyler Haas and <laughs> Taylor Sander. Yeah. If you're local, come hang out. We'd love to uh, meet you this Friday, two hour a dish of BYU Sports Nation. A dish. Again, with the shortened language. English is in big, big trouble. It's totes cray, man. <laughs> Our Twitter question today is Why is Jamal Williams running track for BYU a good thing? Use the hashtag BYUSN when you submit your responses on the Twitter machine. Our first guest today in studio, Brock Whitney of BYU Baseball. Brock, welcome to the set, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's customary for all of our guests to uh, put makeup on before they come on. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> Missed out on that one. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. I have every day, dude, so don't <laughs> worry about it. Brock, you are a multi-talented person. Okay? And we're going to start with uh, something that's kind of off the grid, and that is you were a member of the Unicycle Club at Bingham High School. This is a famous club. With former BYU kicker Justin Sorensen. Who is the better unicycler? Is you that were the right Justin. Phrase? Definitely Justin Sorensen. Uh, <laughs> he's the one that actually got me into it. He's a downhill national mountain champion or something like that. There's such so, a thing. Oh, yeah. There's a downhill <laughs> national champion in unicycling? That's amazing. Yeah, so. Do you guys have an intramural unicycle team or something? Intramural with? basketball unicycle or <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you used it at BYU? You have the unicycle? You use it? Uh, I used to. Uh, it's kind of after the mission. I've kind of set it aside. But uh, um, yeah, we used to go up on campus and, and unicycle around. So the unicycle gang. <laughs> what kind of what kind of looks would you get when you're riding around on your unicycle? Definitely, you know, you're going by and people are like, "What?" In the? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's fun. That's awesome. Senior first baseman Brock Whitney on BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Your baseball experience at BYU has kind of uh, been all over the place, playing in different conferences and 
Uh, now you're in the West Coast Conference. You had a great run last year. You lost a lot of talent. A lot of your buddies uh, went to the draft. You're back for your senior year. Now you're battling with an outside shot to get in the top four. That's, that's the goal, get to the conference tournament. Yep. Do you still feel like that is, that is something that this team can accomplish this year? Oh, yeah, I think it's within reach, especially in this conference with everyone being so evenly matched. Um, people are going to beat up on, on each other, and uh, you know we've played a lot of good teams so far and uh, away from home. So this home stretch coming up is going to be good to us. Hopefully we can get some people out and start figuring it out and playing well and, and stringing some wins together. So We were in Las Vegas at the uh, West Coast Conference basketball tournament when the no-hitter happened. And I saw that you got a you had a link from somebody you tweeted hashtag se top ten you know and Sports Center shows Colton Mahoney's final pitch. What role did you play in maybe getting that to Sports Center? <laughs> well, immediately when it happened, I was like, oh, we're gonna get on ESPN tonight. Yeah, and uh, I just thought you know somebody would probably tweet in a, a video on the team. Somebody would uh, have it, and you know I kept waiting, waiting, and didn't really hear anything checking twitter and stuff like that and finally was like well nobody else is going to do it i guess i better do it i had to create a youtube account had to do everything so (laughs) i was yeah it was worth it and uh it was it was cool to see us on there and and get some national hype so it was that moment you guys are probably in the hotel take you out to dinner i hope so (laughs) something no no yeah, well, you need like to get that. on him about that. Because you end up making the put-out ride for the final out. Yeah, he struck him out, ground, uh, strike, dropped third strike. And, yeah. uh, the, and the whole bench goes, ah! And then they stop because they're like, oh, shoot, we need to finish it. And you catch it, and bang. Yeah. Where'd that ball go? Uh, you immediately it, give it to Colton? Gave it to Colton, yeah. You hold on to it till the melee's over? Yeah. Or how does that work? Yeah, held on to it. I always, if I ever make the last put-out, I always hold on to the ball. And uh, definitely he... Uh, he deserved that ball. So. Oh, yeah. He brought it in. He's been on the show. He brought it in and showed us. We wanted to keep it. He didn't let us keep it. No, <laughs> no. But uh, I think he, he said that uh, if he's asked, he'd put it in the, in the legacy hall there, which is a great spot for him. Yeah. Let people see it. That's cool. Brock Whitney, senior first baseman for BYU Baseball, joining BYU Sports Nation. Brock, I actually met you in Palm Springs. Before I had any idea that I was going to be back here working, I was working as a sportscaster in Southern California. And, uh, Living the life, now you're stuck here with us. Yeah, yeah. What, what did I do? Um, I'm I, glad you're here. I'm, so I'm sitting in church, and in walk these two guys, and uh, someone says, Good-looking hey, dudes. Hey, right? did, hey, didn't you go to BYU? And I'm like, yeah, like, those, those two guys uh, play baseball at BYU. And they're playing for the Palm Springs Power, which is like a summer collegiate all-star team. Um, I'm just going to start with this. It's so stinking hot in Palm Springs in July and August. What what would make you even want to think about going down there to play baseball? Well, the Power are a good team. Uh, historically, they they've been they've been really good. And uh, while we were down there, they they won the the conference tournament or whatever it was. And uh, the SCCBL. Yep. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> knows that. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> You know, we had a connection down there, Adam, uh, who I went down with. Adam Law, yep. Um, they had a family friend that we stayed with, and obviously they had a pool. Yeah. So we'd hang out at the pool to cool off and uh, get nice nice and tan. <laughs> but uh, no, it was really fun. We had a good experience and uh, had a great time. So, Did you golf more or swim more? 
golf. Nice. Yeah. Like every, golf. every off every off day we were out there either on the range or <laughs> hitting the links. <laughs> this guy has the golf connection, Spencer. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Hey, if you ever want to go to Palm Springs, you should call me up. <laughs> <laughs> You're throwing that out there to the nation? What the heck, man? You're nice. Wow. <laughs> Brock Whitney on BYU Sports Nation. You start a series, a critical series with Loyola Marymount tomorrow. Uh, you're back home playing in your familiar digs. You haven't had a ton of home games this year. Where is the mentality of the team right now as as you approach this three game series with LMU? I think we I think we're focused and uh, definitely know that we've got to start playing well to have an outside shot at getting into the tournament. Obviously, that's our goal. But you know we're excited to be home. Uh, tough road trip and uh, long road trip, but it was. Uh, I think we're excited, focused, and uh, just ready to get going at home and try and uh, string a couple wins together. So, We love to play catch here, Brock. Uh, literally almost every day, we get restless. We go outside. That's what we do. We play on the Marriott Center lawn like just for 10 minutes or whatever, <laughs> just to relax, right? So one day we were talking about the nuances of the first baseman. There's like, there's like the stretch where you're like annoyed, you know, you're like stretch you gotta, out you like, gotta You got to dig it. I, yeah. I got to dig it up. Like super emphatic dig. There's the nod of like, hey, nice throw, nice player, whatever. You, you know, what are the, what are the little the subtle things that you can do with your infielders to be like, man, you're annoying me or hey, great throw, brother, without <laughs> yeah. saying anything. It's all about body language, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just the way you conduct yourself. But, um, you know, actually this year it's been... It's been relatively nice. Haven't had a lot of digs, and uh, we've played well. So um, I got to tip my hat to to my infielders. So that would be a body language thing. What 